Welcome to the SDA Housing Podcast, brought to you by NDIS Property Australia. Before starting this episode, we need to provide a general disclaimer. Information contained in this podcast is general in nature only. It does not take into account the objectives, financial situation or needs of any particular person. You need to consider your financial situation and needs before making any decisions based on the information in this podcast. And you should consider seeking independent and professional advice for your personal circumstances. All right, let's begin. Hello, everybody. My name is Min, and I'm, I'm your co-host with Debbie from our office here at NDS Prop Australia. And you listen to the SDA Housing Podcast, a show that highlights, explains, guides, and brings awareness about all things SDA in this ever-changing NDS world. Today, we have two new guests, uh, two new staff who've joined our, our organization. Debbie, would you like to introduce our two new staff, please? Absolutely. Uh, firstly, we have Heather Kinnang, who is joining us um, as on a, on a part-time basis to sort of oversee our project management and quality control of our business as we grow and, and become a much larger organisation. And we've also got Robin Chant, who is joining us to help us sort of really kick off our uh, short-term respite and um, provider engagement side of the business. So welcome, ladies. It's so wonderful to have you both on on the team. Thank you for having me here, Debbie. And Min, you're welcome. Thank you. Great. Today's topic, Debbie, is uh, is what do we do, I think? What, what do Absolutely. we do? Absolutely. We, we had an interesting conversation last week with a provider who'd come into the office to meet us, who'd listened to some of our episodes. And I mean, he's part of the NDIS. He's a, a SIL provider. He said to us, well, what do you guys actually do? <laughs> Men and I looked at each other and went, oh, <laughs> that's interesting. Um, and we've been thinking about it. Why it, what, Why would someone not understand what we do, Debbie? Yeah, and I guess we, we do put out a mixed message because we talk so much about specialist disability accommodation, different aspects of it. Uh, a lot of people do think that we are a provider. So we thought, well, why don't we just record a quick, short episode where we can introduce our two new staff members and, and help them understand what we actually do as well as our listeners. Can I ask, Heather, when, when, when you applied for a job and we got you into interview, before, before the interview or even after the interview, what was your impression before we come in um, of what we did as a business? My impression was that the because I wanted to know what, you did. So I took a photo of your doorway, <laughs> went home, Googled it, and my understanding was that you were doing something really beneficial for the world. I wanted to know a bit more about it, and I could see that there was this diverse bunch of stuff, the little arms of an octopus that were going everywhere, and I really wanted to understand everything, but I still don't understand everything, but I've been so enthused by these various ideas and absolute unbelievable like future to do this stuff. I want to be a part of it. Um, but I don't really, I don't really understand every arm of it. I understand where you want to go, what you do now, 
but my confusion, well, you know, first day on the job, um, how can I be a part of it? But I want to know what you do so I can add value. Robin, what are your thoughts when you, you first? So I, um, the name. Uh, and that's probably Australia. Yeah, the other one. Build New Homes. Build New Homes uh, was a, a given to me and then I searched online and came across NDIS Property Australia and immediately just piqued my interest. Um, it, I didn't need to know anything more uh, having a child with disability so um, I just went I'm in the right spot and I didn't really understand except it says property so. Oh that's okay. Well Debbie it's understandable given the way that most people come across our brand is via the podcast to begin with. Mm-hmm. And they're listening to all these different episodes, and they may not listen to every episode, but they listen to a lot of episodes. It is understandable that you could be confused with what we do as a service, I guess, Debbie. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so in a nutshell, our service is that we are advisors for people wishing to develop or build SDA, Specialist Disability Accommodation. We are a real estate agent. We don't work like a real estate agency because all we do is NDIS. But in a nutshell, we are real estate agents advising and selling SDA property primarily primarily off the plan to investors. Why would it seem that our branding could be confusing is because we don't operate nor we act like a real estate business. We don't. Um, we're continually expanding the boundaries of what our service is and how we help the community. And that, you might call that a facade or something else, but that's just true passion for what we do. We believe. When you believe and love something that you do and you focus on it and you refine, hone your skills in this in this field of work, uh, it may seem that we as a business, is, is we are a provider. We are a developer or, or builder. Um, I, I can understand that. However, at its core, what we do is we sell property that is in, in the SDA space. Now, we don't consider ourselves real estate a real estate business, no, because there are so many parties in the sector which don't understand and can't move forwards. I mean, examples are we help developers pre-sell their apartments off the plan to launch the project. That's one. We help investors who already have a built house to resell their property in the SDA space as a traditional real estate business. Yes, that's probably the only correlation there to a real estate business, a resale there, which is very rare. We help mum and dad investors understand what is at stake when it comes to investing in an SDA property. We assist providers um, with adding stock to their portfolio to manage because without properties, there is nothing to manage. You can't put anything, anyone into a property, into a participant, into a, a, a house or an apartment because the fundamentals of SDA is a dwelling. Without a dwelling, there is no roof over someone's head to, to house them, to live in, number one. Without a dwelling, there is no property management from an SDA perspective as an SDA provider, number two. Without a dwelling, there is no um, there is no business to run as a sealed provider because you need a house to run a business. 
So as much as you may despise a real estate agent in, in someone's personal opinion, right? Basically, we have a real estate license because we do sell property. But none of us have come from a real estate background. Min has done some real estate in the past, but before that he was from financial background. Uh, no one else in the office is from a real estate background at all. We're not a real estate agency. Right. Uh, I can assure you all, our listeners, if 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 we had started off with, if we were now 15 real estate staff in this office here. We wouldn't be selling NDIS. No. Like the vision two and a half years ago, almost three years ago, was to bring on board a team of people who had values, morals, ethics, and compassion for this disability space. Because if you do the right thing for the right people, Business will come, and, and you know that I don't. Yeah, that, it is what it is, you know. Um, but if I had fifteen blokes in here in suits trying to sell NDS, probably it just the message would be wrong, the branding would be wrong, the service would be wrong. It's, it's all totally wrong, and, and and that does happen out there a lot. Out there, a lot of one, two, three man teams in suits just selling NDS, probably because they want to make a bit of a buck. Yeah, but but we as a business, our our core our core focus used to be that but no longer is so debbie what are what are the changes that we're seeing now in this in this environment for our business here i guess we're we're involved a lot more now with the providers this is the main change is that we're really understanding how it works from their perspective the sda providers and the sil providers which is invaluable when we're actually trying to sell these properties so we can educate the investor the owner on on those aspects of it and gives them a better understanding of the potential tenancy and therefore income. We're now also getting very close to participants as well and still providers. Um, and from a from my participants point of view, um, I would like to ask Robin because she has learned, lived experience here. Robin, what is the the challenges and the pain and the heartaches that families go through in the community when they have a loved one in their home as a disabled person? There's so many pressures on the families. Um, it's just almost non-stop um, commitment to your children to raise them um, with a lot of stresses. Um, you don't often have supports around you or community. Uh, there is often a lot of judgment and shaming from uh, the society it is slowly getting better as edu they're educated a lot more. But there's just a lot of lack of support for these families because people don't know what to do, how to help them. Um, a lot of relationships break down. Statistics are really, really high. Um, there's often no money in the families. Um, sometimes, you know, one of the parents has to be home to care for their child and often can't afford holidays. Uh, and so that pressure is building, which means their mental health is always going to struggle. Um, for the children, um, often they don't want to go to school, they have no friends, um, and just don't want to attend school and can get into a severe stressful stress and panic attacks. Um, you know, there's just um, no jobs when they get out there as adults. And these kids are just like normal kids. They want friends and they want some independence and, and an income. So yeah. there's way more to it than that, but that's just a touch on it. So. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that, Robin. I mean, it, as, our, as, our, as, our, as our listeners can appreciate, there's 
there's so much need for so many services and support for for people in our community who are disabled, whether they are SDA funded or not. And we hope that we can build more momentum with um, understanding and, and sympathy and support uh, from a financial point of view to and government point of view to these people in our community as well. Um, but Heather, I mean, your your background has been a, a lot in corporate, but I've seen I mean, with limited um, um, discussions with you that you love your yoga, you love your trekking overseas. I mean, let's be honest, people who are disabled don't get these opportunities to do what you have been doing for so much of your life. Is that true? This is absolutely correct. Why am I here in this office this morning? Because men made me realize that I want to work for a company with heart, that I've spent my entire corporate life working for companies that you don't make a difference. I've, without going into detail of all the companies I work for, um, going home at the end of the day and not having any idea that you've actually contributed to anybody's life in any way. And so I specifically left that world to do something that had heart, which is to teach yoga and lead people on amazing trips in Nepal. Um, And I had no intention of ever stepping back into an office, but here it is, Monday morning, because I want to do something that makes a difference. And I've always wanted to do that. And I've always had ethics and morals, and I've also got what's considered to be, everyone would say, I've got, I'm a safe pair of hands, that if you leave something with me, I will do it because I'm stubborn and I'm reliable and I'm boring and I'm all those things that I've never lost anyone on a trek in Nepal. I've never, no one's ever died on any of my treks. Um, I've brought everyone home. But also uh, teaching yoga does give me the ability to work with a really variety, you know, varied um, community, including people that are disabled, people that um, are injured, that are temporarily disabled. And uh, as a sports person, I I see that I know cyclists that are tandem cyclists or people that volunteer their time so they can, um, tandem cyclists can compete. I know Jared Gossens, um, a blind athlete who's swimming the um, English Channel this year, who's been to Everest Space Camp. So I've, I've seen the absolute possibility of how life can be improved if we give people the chance to do to live better and that's why I'm here in this office this morning and not um, doing what I thought I was going to do for the next 10 years of my life and I'm very happy to be here. So thank you ladies Robin Heather for sharing that with us because as I, as I said to everyone on the podcast moments ago we want to give more to the community we want to do more we want to um, build on our resources and our networks to give back and help where we can and and you know building building houses putting a roof on someone's head is nice and it's cute but at the end of the day when you see someone going past you who is in a wheelchair or who's disabled and you know they have challenges and, and and struggles it'd be nice for us to do what we can to help out i mean next month we're in May, early May, we're going to be holding a um, a lovely cocktail and drinks evening networking event for providers and support workers in our community here in Wollongabba, Brisbane, to 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 share the love and, and share stories and, and be there for each other. But that that will be the start for us to get our brand awareness out to the communities. We want to contribute and give back where we can, and knowing who we, knowing who we know and what we do in this property sector, 
Um, we want to encourage our, our peers who are in this field to also give back and help where they can. Because it's, it's more than just building a house or selling an apartment or developing a precinct for disability people. It's all about, you know, the small things. The small things could be taking them out for, for a coffee or buy them a wheelchair. It's just those things that they, they remember that. And that's important. I think um, that's our message. So, Debbie, back to you. What, so what do we do? Now, now. We, we do a lot more, don't we? We do a lot more. So we sell property. We advise investors. We advise builders and developers. We advise providers. We work with providers. We work with builders and developers. Um, we are also branching out into short-term accommodation, respite, which is where Robin's going to be. Um primarily helping us here in the office. Uh, so, yeah, we do do a lot of stuff, and I guess that's why it's confusing for people to look at the overall package. Well, what do you do? Uh, anything to do with NDIS property, basically, but we are not a provider. We're not a builder or developer. And we're not a builder or developer. But we want to do more on the in the grassroots level in the community. So... If anything at all, you might see us um, really um, networking out in the grassroots level to help our f- families and, and small seal providers. That's our, our our focus now this year. Is where I think, okay. I think um, um, and who knows? Who knows where we'll be in 12, 15 months from now? We may even be in the property management game looking after seal properties, you know, and who knows? But as we grow and build up brand and our awareness, we will have more resources to do to to do more things. And before we we got onto this podcast uh, half an hour ago, I said to Heather and um, and Robin that doing good things like contributing towards the Paralympic um, sporting equipment, sporting community could be nice, given that we are in Woolloongabba and Woolloongabba is the heart of the Brisbane Olympics in 10 years' time or in nine years' time. So so we want to do more by doing those things and um, hopefully we can... Um, uh, achieve all of that in our, in, our, in our services to the community, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, I think that, that sums it up. I think this was actually a, a very important episode to record um, to just clarify to to people what what it is that we actually do, where we're going, what our ethos is, um, and, of course, to introduce our new staff members. So, again, welcome, ladies, and thank you, Mary. Thank you. Bye-bye, Heather. Bye, Carol. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure you are subscribed and following us so you can keep in the loop with all of our upcoming episodes. We would really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star rating, a written review, and to share this podcast with those that could benefit. Until next time, catch you on the next episode.